Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. talk to you guys about it a lot. The fact that it's possible to know a lot about God and not know God. I grew up like that. I knew a lot about God. I could quote scripture. I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know God. And that's what he's saying. See, I knew there was a God, but he wasn't my God. I, I wasn't submitted to him. I wasn't seeking to please him. I wasn't trying to live a, according to what he wanted. He wasn't God in my life. I was God in my life. You understand? Today, Pastor Robert talks about the difference of knowing about God versus actually knowing Him. Have you ever felt that way? Maybe you read the Bible, go to church, you pray, but something feels like it's missing. If you find yourself feeling this way, maybe it's because you're missing an actual relationship with the Father. Listen in today to see how you can remedy this issue. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 8 as he continues his message here on Main Thing Radio. If the first covenant had been flawless... Jesus could have stayed where he was. Jesus would not have had to come to earth. If good people go to heaven and bad people go to hell, if you can earn your righteousness by keeping the law, well, Jesus didn't have to come and suffer like he did. And that's what this is saying. If that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. Because they did not continue in my covenant, and I disregarded them, says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. None of them shall teach his neighbor and none his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. In that he says a new covenant has made the first obsolete. Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. Look back at verse 10. It's actually a quote from Jeremiah, the Old Testament book of Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah 31, 33 says, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. You know, I've talked to you guys about it a lot over the last several months. The fact that it's possible to know a lot about God and not know God. I grew up like that. I knew a lot about God. I could quote scripture. I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know God. 
And that's what he's saying. See, I knew there was a God, but he wasn't my God. I I wasn't submitted to him. I wasn't seeking to please him. I wasn't trying to live according to what he wanted. He wasn't God in my life. I was God in my life. You understand? Can you see the difference that I'm trying to establish here? He wasn't my boss. I didn't pay any attention to him. I really didn't care what he thought or what he wanted. What I cared about is what I thought and what I wanted. If I think it'll be fun, then, you know, the bumper stickers back in the 70s, you know, if, if it feels good, do it. And that's kind of what we live by. If it feels good, do it. That was the, you know, late 70s, early 80s. God was pleasure. That was, that was, that was God. That's what I was serving. That's what I was chasing. That's, that's what I was all about. That's what most of my friends were all about. He says, I, I'll put my law in their mind. I'll write my laws on their heart. And I'll be their God. They'll be my people. This new covenant is that when people turn to him in sincere faith, he puts upon their hearts and in their minds his, his plans and his precepts and a desire to know him to live in harmony with him. See, it's no longer a list of legal requirements that have to be meticulously studied and followed. It's, it's no longer a legal relationship. He puts his own spirit inside us. And he gives us a new heart, the Bible says, a heart that's in harmony with his heart. My question to you is, is your heart in harmony with his heart? Because if not, you have a problem. The Bible says at the end of the age, I'm paraphrasing, and and I'm trying to simplify, but basically what the Bible teaches us at the end of the age, right, when judgment day comes, all of those whose hearts are not in harmony with the heart of their creator, with the heart of our Father in heaven, they're going to be eliminated. All evil will be eliminated. And if your heart is not in harmony with the heart of our creator, our designer, the one who loves us so much that he sent his son to be tortured to death so that we can be forgiven. If your heart is not in harmony with with his heart, then you're doomed unless you acknowledge it. See, what Jesus came to do was something only Jesus could do, only Jesus can do. You and I are incapable of perfecting ourselves. You know, we, we get all twisted up sometimes on the idea of sin and being a sinner, and we, we don't understand what it actually means. The word actually means imperfect. Unless you are a perfect human being, you are a sinner because it means missing the mark. The word sin means to miss the mark. What's the mark? The mark is perfection. The holiness of God, the perfection of our creator. Unless you're perfect as he is perfect, you're a sinner. The Bible says that that means all of us are. We all are. All of us have issues, right? All of us are imperfect. None of us can really change that. None of us can alter that fact. But if we'll come to him and just acknowledge it, listen, 
I know, I know I'm not perfect. I, I know I have issues. I know I'm, I'm a mess. But I can't do any better than I'm doing. I, I need you. And his response to that will, will be to, to say, I, I know. And, and that's why Jesus went to the cross and was executed in your place so you can be forgiven. And if you want a heart that's in harmony with him, then the way he remedies that is he gives you a new heart. He puts his own spirit inside you. He recreates you, the Bible says. He makes you alive spiritually. Whereas before, you were not. But he alone, your creator, your father, can do that. And that's what he wants. He wants to put his own spirit inside you, forgive you and make you alive, make you a part of of his family. So what do you need to do? Well, you just need to ask him. But remember the terms. See, there there are terms. The the terms are he's God and you're not. And that's part of the acknowledgement. Okay, I'm just an imperfect human being and, and you're my creator. You're almighty God. You sent your son to die so that I can be forgiven and changed and I need that. I, I want that. I, I need you to take over. I need you to lead me. I need you to change me. I need you to teach me. I need you to cleanse me. See, one of the, one of the mistakes that people make sometimes, one of the mistakes that I, that I hear quite often is, is people think, you know, well, I got to get some things straightened out first. You know, I, I, I got to deal with these. I got some things I got to stop. I got some things I got to deal with. And no, no, you, the, the whole point is you can't. You can't. In our weakness, we're not capable of changing the things that need to be changed. We get focused on the behaviors. He's focused on the heart. If you'll bring your heart to him right now and just ask him, he'll move in, he'll give you a new heart, and he will enable you to deal with those things that need to be dealt with. It's not going to be possible, though, until you come and let him cleanse you. Now, Father, I know there's some people here right now who need this, Lord. I know there's no question in my mind that there are at least one or two who deep down inside, they know that they only know about you and they really don't know you. They don't have your spirit living inside them. They don't have a heart that's in harmony with your heart where they're just trying to please you. They're just seeking your will, pursuing you every day. That's not what marks their life right now. And because of that, they're, they're reaping the consequences of foolish choices, things that only you can deal with and, and help them with. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We chase after so much in this world. The best job, the perfect family, the prestige and fame that we think will satisfy. But will it ever be enough? These worldly achievements may seem like exactly what we want, but in the end, we can't take them with us to heaven. These things can also become idols in our lives, becoming more important than our Savior. As we've studied the book of Hebrews, we've been warned that nothing should take the place of Jesus in our lives. Nothing else and no one else will give us lasting satisfaction. Our lives should focus first on the Savior, allowing Him to direct our steps in all things. We are so glad you tuned in today to Main Thing Radio. If you'd like to learn more about this ministry, please visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. Listen to additional teachings by clicking on Podcast and download our mobile app to take Main Thing Radio with you on the go. 
Come and follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts to keep up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel Miami Beach. Find links to our accounts at our website, MainThingRadio.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. We hope you'll join us next time as Pastor Robert continues to teach verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Hebrews, right here on Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.